Welcome everyone to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about how to get rid of doubt. And doubt is going to be one of those things that are going to keep you back in life, similar to fear. And we can't continue to have doubt in our life, whether it be going after that career, going after that person we admire for a relationship standpoint, or just trying to be more in their life, whether that be mental stability and or health and fitness, right? There's so many different things that we can overcome, but sometimes doubt is in the way. So we're going to be diving into that in today's episode. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video. When I see doubt or when I feel doubt or when I am working with someone with doubt, there's something in common. And that's going to be that the doubt is going to be of a non-belief, right? So the definition of doubt is that you're not going to have full confidence in yourself. And that full confidence doesn't have to be there in order for you to accomplish anything. It's just nice. So for example, if you are adept in a certain skill, if you do it enough, you don't necessarily think about it anymore. It just becomes a routine. But if you haven't done it enough, guess what it becomes? A fear and then you doubt. Similar to public speaking. Many people don't like public speaking. Many people don't like being on a camera. And the reason is because they haven't done it. And many people don't want to do the things that are difficult. And I don't blame them. The brain wants you to take it easy. And the more you take it easy, the less you are active, the less you do, right? And then that's when the doubt comes in because now you don't have these new experiences. Maybe if you even did have these experiences, there's an opportunity for you to fail. So there's doubt that comes in and that doubt is going to be there and we have to be able to get rid of it, right? And the blog today is going to be helping you how to get rid of doubt. So let's get into that blog right now. So if you're new to the channel, you're going to want to go to revenconcepts.com, head over to blog tab, and then click the newest blog, how to deal with doubt. Now, oftentimes, doubt is just an excuse we give ourselves. We say that we can't do something or we don't want to do something, and the doubt just comes in and it takes over. So we don't necessarily push past who we could be because that doubt, that fear. And I guess doubt is going to be a mixture of many different things, lack of confidence, lack of belief, fear inside of you or inside of your mind. That's what doubt is. It's going to be an accumulation of things. Similar to how depression is so many different emotions, because depression is not just sadness. It's not just anger. It's not just hate. It's so many emotions put together. And it's difficult to deal with depression because which one are we feeling? Which one should we go after first? And it just depends on the person, right? I can't tell you, okay, well, step one to get over depression is going to be this because it might not be that for you. Now, of course, there's going to be methods that anyone can use to get over depression. And it's the same thing with doubt. Now, I have talked about this on several podcasts before. You only need one person in the world to believe in you. Now, it can be yourself. If you believe in yourself and you believe you can do something, guess what happens? You can get it done. Even if the whole world is against you, even if everyone thinks you are crazy, but you still believe in yourself, guess what happens? You open the door for opportunity. So even though people are doubting you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to fail. It just means that you're going to go after it until you succeed. So doubt is not necessarily something that we create sometimes. It's something that people 
on the outside in our environment create also. Because if someone is doubting you, maybe eventually you're going to believe them. Because then you're going to just give yourself an excuse. Maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not going to surmount to anything in my life. And then you give up. Then that doubt just stays in there. But the good news is you only need one person to believe in you. And for the people who are having a hard time right now dealing with doubt, I always recommend getting a coach. Now, of course, you can have a best friend that can help you along the way too, but it is different. Now, a best friend is going to be there and they're going to support you, but they're not going to push you like a coach. A coach does it a little bit differently. And I have experience with best friends pushing me, good friends, family members pushing me. It was totally different until I got a coach. Because you have someone you look up to, someone you're trying to impress in a way, but you're not trying to impress them saying, oh, I hope they like me. I want to be loved. Praise me. Love me. Cheer me on. It's not so much that. It's more of you see that person, you have a respect for them. And now that you have that respect for them, then you're able to push a little bit more. So you might have a doubt in your head, doubt in your mind. That's just the negative tendency that many people have in their mindset. So that doubt is just going to be there. I remember one time when I was a swim instructor still, I was doing a class and this child that I had, he was only my student. He didn't have any other teacher. So I know what I was teaching him. I didn't give him any opportunity to give up or anything of that nature. I always pushed him. And he was the type of child that you couldn't be too mean with, right? Because he was sensitive. There was a certain type of finesse you need for certain type of people even for clients. Once I talk to you the first time, that's why I have the consultation. I figure out your personality. And then I figure out if I want to work with that personality. Because sometimes you might have an overly need for someone who's caring and affectionate. Find a woman. That's not going to be me. Now, if you want results, I'm your man because we're going to get it done. So going back to the story with the kid. So him and I were in the water, we were swimming. And at this point, he knew how to swim pretty well. And he was doing a good freestyle. The breaststroke was okay, mediocre at best. And he didn't know how to do like the full on butterfly. I think he could do some dolphin kicks. So, so he was about three or four years old. So what we were doing was we were just swimming, swimming to the wall, getting some reps in. And so we moved a little bit deeper and the wall was pretty far. And so he saw the wall and he saw how far he had to swim. And he was like, I can't do that. Are you crazy? And I had to use every ounce of my power not to throw this boy into the deep end. Because I was like, where in the world does he get off calling me crazy? Number one, maybe I'm a little bit, but that's okay. But number two, he said that he couldn't do it. So I focused on that. And I asked, who told you you couldn't do this? I want to know right now. You tell me who that person was. And he looked around and he looked at mom and mom shook her head. That wasn't me. And then he looked around and he looked at me in the eyes and he said, I don't know. And then I said to him, well, you tell the person who told you that you couldn't swim to that wall to come see me. Guess what? No one ever came to me because he was the person who told himself he couldn't do it. He put that doubt in his head. And I took that doubt, that seed of doubt, because it's basically weed that just goes in your mind and rots away all the other things that can grow. Because that seed of doubt that he planted in his mind was going to be there unless I pulled it, unless someone pulled it. It didn't have to be me, but it was me. 
I never had a problem with him again with doubt. He never told me that he couldn't do something. He never told me I was crazy either because he probably realized, oh, he doesn't like to be called crazy, number one, and he is crazy. But it's interesting how even a young mind can be so easily manipulated by doubt. That seed, that challenge, I can't do it. But that's just a human brain. So how do we get past that human mindset, that human tendency to doubt when things are rough, when things are challenging? That's a trick, right? Almost. It's almost like we have to gain experience in that area in order for us to be accomplished in that area. Similar to confidence. Confidence is the act of doing something until you have done it enough where it's just a routine. Confidence doesn't come first. The act of doing the action comes first, and then confidence comes second. And doubt comes first most of the time, and then the action comes to prove that you can do, that it is possible, and then the doubt goes away. Now, of course, doubt can seep in our mind. For example, athletes, they might be having a bad game. Now that they're having this bad game, they're doubting in their abilities. And they say, you know what, this is not my day. Heck, there's even some athletes who quit. They say, you know what, this is just not for me. And maybe they had an epiphany and maybe they decided, I don't want to keep playing the sport because of the bad day I had or I just don't feel up to it anymore. I don't find joy in it anymore. We can make an excuse. And many people make excuses when it comes to doubt. They say, okay, this is a valid reason for me not to do something. If I can't do this, then it's going to be a good reason. Similar to that student I was telling you about. He said it was too far. Now, he knew he can swim to the wall, but he said it was too far. And I knew he can do it. I'm the one who trained him. So I didn't have anyone else tarnish this young boy in his mind when it came to swimming. I taught him everything he needed to know. So where was he getting this idea that he couldn't do it? Maybe it was a natural tendency. Maybe he's learning limiting beliefs from the school system, which he probably is. There's a cycle, and we need to get over that doubt. We need to get over that fear, and there's a way to do it. So that is what you have to figure out, how to get over that doubt. So we already talked about the first area or the first step, and that first step is going to be that you have to have some type of belief. And that belief is going to be either you believe it in yourself or you have someone believe in you. And that could be a coach, it could be a best friend, parent. I mean, there's so many different people that can believe in you. Believing in yourself can be a challenge, especially in the beginning, because you don't know how to do it. Now, we might have some confidence in certain areas of our life, but when it comes to something new, something challenging, we might need that push. Our second area, or the second step, is that you have to have trust, whether in the person that you're working with or yourself. Do you trust yourself to get this done? Do you trust yourself to remain in the fight even if you lose, if you fail? That's going to be another important factor. And then the last step or the final step is we have to get rid of our bad habits. Many of us have bad habits that are actually going to create more doubt in our mind rather than get rid of it. So understanding those challenges, those type of routines and those types of structures that we have created we need to get rid of them. So everyone's going to have a different type of upbringing. So we can't necessarily say, okay, if you had this type of childhood, then you need to do this because that's not how the brain works. That's why my coaching is not cookie cutter. I don't believe in that. I believe everyone should get a unique plan. 
a unique lesson plan, basically, that's catered to you. So now that these people are dealing with their routines, we figure out, okay, they're doing this. So let me ask this question. And I'm sure I can create a thousand question flowchart that someone can fill out and it'll give you exactly what you want. I took a test actually probably a couple months now. Someone wanted me to coach for them. They had their own company and they had their own flowchart and it was basically a personality test. And it was basically a personality test. So you take this and then you can figure out what type of personality you had so you can learn your strengths and your weaknesses. So you can focus on your strengths, but then you can also know your weaknesses so you can get rid of them. Similar to how we get rid of our doubt, we look at the areas or the bad routines that we have, and then we get rid of the doubt. Now, I took the test, and the test was fairly accurate. There was a few things in there that were already addressed from just mindset training and over the years of me educating myself. So it's basically puts you in a box and they say, you're probably this type of person. Yeah, if I didn't do any type of mind work or any type of coaching or have these mentors that I had, then of course, yeah, sure. I'm sure I would have been exactly the right fit for those personality types. But for me, I saw the positives, I saw the negatives, and I said, I address most of those negatives, if not all of them. And there was a certain term that they called the negatives. And there were some negatives that were something you just had to be aware of. It's not something that you say, oh, well, you can't do this. Just looking at the habits and the routine someone has is going to be a big deal because then we can say, okay, let's focus on that. And earlier today, I was watching a video. She's a young kid just trying to jump and try to make this jump. And she kept just failing, failing, failing. And she started to think you can see her brain going, even though the video has her like cut out most of it. You can see she's having a conversation in her mind. She's like trying to figure out what do I do? But then a little bit of confidence comes in, a little bit of trust comes in. Her dad comes in and says, you can do this, not a problem. And so she focuses and she says, all right, let's get this done. And guess what happens? She gets it done. And then she cheers and she's so happy and she's so excited because she was able to accomplish something something that she was having the most difficult time with. When I think about coaching, when I think about teaching, there's so much failure, but the failure is not necessarily put into light. It's just, I'm training, I'm getting better. I know I'm not the best swimmer, but I am swimming. I'm doing something. I know I'm not the best runner, but I'm running and I'm training. I know I'm not the best gymnast, but I'm going to train hours and hours and hours. And it's like you have to be obsessed almost with growth. You have to be obsessed with getting rid of that doubt. Because most times doubt is just that small little thought in our head. And we make it to be some big tiger when really it's just a little mouse. And doubt is going to be stopping many people from going after more in their life. It's going to be one of the greatest dream killers along with fear. And it's something that many people don't even have to live with. Doubt has no place in my mind. Now, sometimes I might have to fight my lesser self saying, do I want to get out of bed or do I want to hit the snooze button? Now, I don't have a snooze button on my phone or my alarm clock because I took away that feature because it's useless. I already know when it rings, I have to get up. 
So I'm not going to just sit there and, and not do things. Now, of course, I have like the business and I have to do so many different things. And you might have a doubt, especially if you're a business owner and you say, well, what do I do if it doesn't work out? What happen if no one listens to me? What happen if no one watches me? What happen if no one supports me or gets my coaching program? It's not about what the world is. That can be a fear or doubt that you have in your mind, but that doesn't serve you. How does that serve you? Thinking about that, when every day you show up, every day you remain consistent, because most people don't see progress in one day, in one week, and maybe even one year. Sometimes things take time. Good things take time. I wouldn't want to have a relationship where I met someone one night and then the next night I'm getting married in Vegas. Sounds like a recipe for disaster. However, if you take time to understand someone and you're figuring out, okay, this is the type of person, I want this in my life. But we have doubts and we say, well, I don't want to do that because of this. And we don't fix it. But getting rid of doubt is going to be the start, the start of a better you, of a better tomorrow, of a better life. All of that begins when doubt no longer resides in your mind, when doubt no longer resides in your actions. So if you can learn and find ways to get rid of doubt, a great place to start, again, ReverendConcepts.com. Read this blog. This blog goes into depth and it gives you almost a flow chart of if you're thinking this way, then this is what we should be doing. But We should be focusing on belief, trust, and then getting rid of those obstacles that we have, whether in our mind or in our life. And then, of course, having people who are going to support us around us, our environment, saying, hey, you can do this. Let's do this. That's going to be more beneficial than just saying, well, I'm not going to doubt anymore. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be confident. We can hope all that happens. But wishing that hope comes our way is not going to be a good plan in the long run. We have to be the people who make that doubt go away, that make that fear go away. And we have to know methods and routines that if it shows up, how do we get rid of it? How do we push it to the wayside? Because negative thoughts are going to always pop in our mind. And we just have to be a bigger person in a sense of saying, okay, I thought of this and is a negative thought. It's a limiting belief. And I'm not going to let that rule me. I'm going to overcome it regardless of the obstacle, regardless of what I have to do. Don't be afraid of the work because the work is going to make you stronger. And then the doubt won't be there any longer because you have already decided what type of mindset you want. And that's a strong mindset. And that is a mindset that doesn't see a challenge or an obstacle as something to run away from. It sees it as something to run towards and to accomplish. And the more you do it over and over again, you actually train your brain to say, okay, if I see a challenge and I accomplish it, I'm getting stronger mentally. So the more things you overcome in life, the stronger you actually get. But the more things you run away from, the more you learn that doubt and fear are going to be a prominent factor. And if doubt and fear are present, I won't be present because I can't do it. So that way of thinking is going to stop you from reaching your dreams, reaching new heights, reaching your fullest potential. So let's start to get rid of that doubt and reach a higher potential in our life. 
My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me. If you want to get coaching, head over to revenueconcepts.com. I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.